안녕하세요. You're listening to Four from On One podcast. All right, welcome to Four from On One. A lot of people that's going to come to Korea are going to want to be teachers or here in Korea as a teacher. Maybe you've already got a job. Maybe you're looking for a job. Me and Gio are going to help you out, and Hokjun's going to give us some education along the way, some Korean words that we need to know. Gio, you've been here for a long time. When did you first come to Korea, and how did you get your job? I arrived June 2012, and I found my job through Dave's ESL Cafe. Yeah, I found my job through the same site as well. <gasps> Twinsies! That's just a coincidence, but uh, I got mine in 2017. Uh, obviously, what me and Gio did it before coronavirus, so Gio, do you know the current rules of quarantine? I think we're just going to skip the current rules because they're going to change anyway. So let's they are going to change. That. Yeah. But let's, what's what the paperwork I needed, and you can add any extras. In Australia, I needed a postled birth certificate and degree. Yes. Personal, uh, I also needed a police check. Yes. And I needed a shitload of passport photos. How about you? The same. I just needed the FBI background check. But I'm yeah. pretty Ooh, sure. FBI? FBI, the real deal, baby. Yeah. And then who can teach in Korea? Like, we don't make the rules, but... So I feel a bit sad by because a lot of people speak English way better than me. And uh, my Scottish mates and my Irish mates, their accents are very strong. Very strong. Yeah. You have to be Australian, yep. Kiwi, New Zealand, mm-hmm. UK, Ireland, USA, Canada, or South Africa. Any other country, you're just not going to get a job. Sadly. Yeah. Yeah. It's not our rule. Like, obviously, many people speak better English than us. But um, that's the rule. Like, I see on Facebook groups, there are a lot of Facebook groups teaching in Korea, Facebook groups, and people say, oh, from blah, 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 I speak really good English. You're just not going to get a job. Like, not a teaching job. You could get a job that requires a bit of English, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, visa-wise, I'm on an E2 visa. I don't know if Gio, you want, you got a marriage sort of visa, yeah? I do, yeah. So all teachers will have be on an yeah. E2, but I have an F6 E2 visa. So my wife is Korean. So my visa is tied to my job. So I have to keep my job to get my visa. If I want to change job, you need to be from one of those countries to get a job as a teacher. Mm-hmm. I'm really sorry about any other country. Uh, it's just not possible. I don't know why, but that's just how it is. Epic or Hagwon. So there's two types of jobs here in Korea. You can go public school or private school. Hagwon or Epic. Gio, what did you do? Hagwon's the entire time. Mm, me too. What would you say? Do you know much about Epic? Epic's the public school system. It is. I have a lot of uh, buddies who enroll through that program. Uh, from my understanding, they kind of uh, assign you to schools kind of in the outer regions. Do they not? Like outside of Seoul in the big cities? Yeah. A whole lot of them that are in these like... Uh, metropolitan areas i have no idea oh what i was going to say also with the countries like even in korea they want you to learn the kids to learn american english so that's, that's uh, kind of true yeah yeah so you know, as australian you get spell color with a war and you the right way get those mom, out of here <laughs> mom. Uh, so you got to spell the american way and i have even though i and one of the seven countries, I have been rejected from getting jobs because I'm not American. American is the pinnacle here in Korea. Uh, Canada's second choice. Australia's second last choice. I, think. <laughs> second <to> last. <laughs> <laughs> I have been rejected from jobs because I'm not American. So just because you're part of the seven countries, 
And another yeah, thing yeah. I kind of find to be like unusual, it was the first time it's ever happened, but they actually asked for like a photo on your resume. Not only do they want your resume experience, but they want to know what you look like. I yeah. think some of these other schools, it's all about the appeal to like, all right, how American does this guy look? Does he have like the blue eyes and the blonde hair? Like, what is that? So every that's time what I get. Like, exactly if you're from the kids. deep south, that's mm-hmm. accents way stronger than my accent, surely. Like, yeah. Every time my kids always ask, like, where are you from? Are you are you from Spain? Are you from Mexico? I'm like, no, I'm American. Like, what? I'm like, what what do you think America is? Like, there's diversity there. Everybody's gonna look different. So which accent do you think is the hardest to understand? For me, Scottish. That's a really hard question. Why is because you can't understand him? I don't know if I can understand <laughs> or not understand. I don't have. I, I don't have first met Keith at the rookie practice. I thought, like, what the hell is he saying? I kind of had like, kind of keep like, like tiny. My accent's not that strong. It I've been was. Yeah. For twelve years. But in the beginning, yeah, I was like, what, what is he saying? <laughs> can, can you say that again? I see him my uncles and like, stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like as an Australian, Keith is not that really hard accent mm. he have mm. like oh hard so we're gonna get blocked again so there's epic and uh so what i always say about epic some it's the public school i find what i've heard your teaching hours is way less and yeah. you get a lot more free time which apparently somehow geo also gets which yes. is in hug one i'm being the system you don't get as much pressure from parents because you're in a public school system so Parents aren't paying extra money for the education. That's right. And you could see as a positive or a negative, you do a lot of table watching. So what I've heard that even when there's no kids at school, you have to come to school if you're not on holidays just to sit at a table. Like you just got to sit at the table no matter what, Um, which is great if you've got some study to do or watch Netflix or (laughs) do do whatever you have to do. Um, But if you don't have anything to do, it could be quite boring. So just that's, I think it's all positives. Yeah. Um, their pay is probably mid-range. So what I've seen, their pay is, I'm not going to say, we're not really meant to say our salaries, but if you Google what the salaries, I'd say Epic's about midpoint. So yeah, you got a lot less stress. To get into downtown Seoul or into downtown areas, very competitive, yeah. Sure. I think a lot of them too, especially like international schools, really nice international schools, they also require that you have teacher certification. That's yeah. kind of the reason why I haven't been able to apply for those because I lack that certification. We didn't say that. Like, also, you have to be one of those countries and you need to have a degree of any sort of degree, yeah? Sure, yeah. To get a basic job, yeah. Degree yeah, from, just like, a, university or... Yeah. It, yeah, yeah just, as long as it's four years, fine. bachelor degree, yeah. Mm. It could be mm. a degree in anything. It could be a degree in... Linguistics what's, what's, or... Yeah, what's a weird degree? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I want to say weird degree, but, you know, there's... <laughs> A range of them, you know. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, Scientology or something. Like, no. <laughs> no, there's a I thought you know, it must be like related into uh, like English or no. like, like it, teaching. It, it could be anything. Like that. It could be like from a music program. Anything. Anything at all. And so then major, both in Hagons. Hagons is the private school system. Most of these kids, you got your kindergartens, and we'll go through the different type of Hagons. But this is the private schools, and it's not sort of like Australian private school. These parents are paying extra for their kids to go to extra school also a lot of hug ones are kindergarten as well so they run the kindergarten program throughout the day it's a bit like daycare but extra education for these kids geo 
you've always done a hug one? I have. Um, from what I, my understanding is before I came to Korea was that obviously with certain hog ones, you're going to have less vacation. But depending on your experience, the pay was going to be a little bit more. Now, if it's, if it's your first year teaching, obviously, you're, you're going to start at the bottom, the bottom of the pyramid, yeah. and then work your way up from there as far as pay. All my, I would say all my previous Hagwon experiences have been pretty positive. Again, it all came down to like who you were working with. Now, again, pre-corona times, like when we actually had the freedom to actually do stuff, like my first year was an absolute blast. Like we probably talked to this other podcast, but we went everywhere, we went to all these festivals. So it depends who you're working with. You kind of make bonds because, you know, you're all kind of on this yearly adventure together. Um, and then with the small vacations that you kind of get, again, it just depends. Are you the type that wants to travel the world or maybe another country on a weekend or every three, four day vacation that you get? Or are you the type that just wants to kind of have uh, time to go to like a Korean cafe? Maybe you're learning the language, bring some notebooks and kind of just spend some time to yourself. It just really depends. Yeah. So I was going to say next is this, when you're picking your job, like there is a bunch of Facebook sites. You need to pick a job carefully because you're stuck to that job pretty much. Mm -hmm. So I do an, at the moment, I do a nine to six program, which is okay. But I actually really like my old program at my old school, which was 12.30 to 7.30 or Ooh. one o'clock to nine. Yes. So you get to do stuff in the morning and then you get to still go home pretty early. And um, I actually really enjoyed that program because I like doing stuff in the morning. Like at the moment, I wake up, go to school go home tired hard to go to the gym because i'm so tired so i actually really enjoyed the one to nine program one to nine program you sort of do a little bit of the ending of the uh kindergarten so maybe you help out the kindergarten teachers for the ending of the day and then you do the elementary program until you finish 7 8 o'clock what would be say what you've got a pretty chill job at the moment but what's the max amount of teaching hours you do in a day in your past, I'm I'm working hard. I don't know. You don't all work right. hard. But so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I don't know. I got a two E's at all. Okay. So currently, as of right now, I have I work from nine well nine thirty to six are my hours. I would say Mondays and Wednesdays are my busiest because those days alone, I have maybe five classes mm. both those days and a whole lot of prep time. So again, I'm working kind of at a, at a <laughs> I know busiest day. Yeah, those are my busy days. So the one one <laughs> class is one hour, right? Uh, about forty minutes. 40 minutes of class. Um, a lot of it's just prep time, but it's more like, I, I addressed this before, it's more like a sports academy. Yeah. So I'm kind of like the, the PE slash yoga teacher, but I also That's teach it. certain English yeah, lessons yeah. Uh, in the morning, especially with my kindergarten classes. Now in my previous academies, I've always had like a home room. Um, I still kind of have a home room, at least in the beginning of the year. I wasn't really like their full-time teacher. Like I wasn't in the classroom with them every single period, like I was in other academies. Um, now during like the second part, like the second half of the year, I was with them more. And I actually prefer that. I like kind of having a home room, getting used to my kids um it's kind of special talents so how watching them grow i that way i can kind of make those remarks on their progress reports and such but looking back at my, my previous years like my very first year i had the one to nine schedule uh and they were just fully booked all my other previous academies and i prefer the one to nine because one i'm just not a morning person at all and i like kind of like waking up late doing whatever i wanted getting to work um clocking in and then by 9 p.m leaving, going out to grab some beer and soju and drink to about maybe three, four in the morning, stumble home, play a little bit of Minecraft until the sun came up, shower, <laughs> and then go back to work and kind of just do it all over again. For now, yes. it's obviously completely different with the, with the, with the yeah. child. Yes. I dropped them off at daycare, kind of have a very, you know, easy going day, a lot of prep time, which is great. I love that time for, uh, for myself. And then by six o'clock, I go, I pick up my daughter and come home and 
clean and make dinner. That's my life. But you deserve it. You've been here for a long time, so you sort of knew what to look for. Hell for yeah, I deserve it. Uh, so like at the moment, I work pretty hard, but I wouldn't say this is the hardest job I work. So in the morning, I'd work, I teach five 35-minute lessons in the morning with kindergarten, no breaks. Yeah. Uh, even no breaks? lunchtime, no breaks. Oh, that's hard. And like, where, there is a break, like five minutes to change the rooms and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I don't count that as a break, but um, oh, okay, that's a transition. But then I also help serve the food for lunch. So we serve the food, but we also get the food. When I was doing the one to nine program, we didn't get the lunches. Um, so that's one positive, one negative, depending how you see it. And then in the afternoon, I teach four 50-minute classes. But at this school, I'm getting sort of one of these lessons off per day, which is pretty good. One of my old schools, I'd only get one or two of these lessons off the whole week. So you are teaching nearly eight hours a day. You got to pace yourself. You get to learn to pace yourself. It is quite a lot. Just get prepared to work. You got to work your butt off somewhere. You got to do reports. You got to do what are, what's some other paperwork you got to do. Phone teaching. Uh, this is all done in your free time. So it's not really free time. Phone right. teaching, reports. What else do you do? Uh, paperwork. Schedules. You got to make schedules. Oh, I don't have to do that. Yeah, yeah, I've got I've got everything I need. Yeah. What would you choose? A nine to six program or a one to nine program to teach? Uh, Definitely one to nine program. Yeah. For me. Yeah, one to nine program. I used to love going to the gym in the morning or go for a run in the morning. And then also I love my American sports. So I used to watch my American sports in the morning and do some exercise. And then because by the time it's six o'clock, it's so hard to exercise afterwards. Yeah, I know. I think the hardest job I had was Mm. uh, a few years ago, right before I actually left. It was back in 2016. I was working at this well-known Hagwon for maybe two, three years. And their hours at the time were from nine to seven thirty, yeah. And yeah. I had no breaks. It was just back to back class, and they've been talking about like really? eight, nine class. Oh yeah, back to back. They paid you well. You got about three million won a month, which is about three grand here. Okay. But they they took your soul. You know, there was a, there was a silver <laughs> lining to that salary. You know, and they were kind of known for that. I knew that, and I was just young, and I just still just wanted to make some money and just kind of blow it all later. But. uh yeah, it's expensive. It's a hit and mess in these places. So you really yeah, got to be careful so when you're on the stage two, yourself. The two choices I say when you're picking a job here in Korea, get get picky. Don't don't just jump at any job. I jumped at any job, but don't jump same. at any job. Same, same. First, pick which ages you want to work with. Do you want to work with kindergarten ages, which can be four or five in English age? Uh, so if you want to do the kindergarten elementary program, which is what I'm doing now, it's nine to six. Pick your ages. If you don't want to do kindergarten, don't do kindergarten. Do elementary, high, maybe early high school, which is the one to nine program. So pick the ages and pick what time you want to work because there's plenty of jobs on each time range. And um, there's so many jobs. Uh, so pick the job that suits you best because you are stuck with that job for the whole year. You can quit. Um, Gia, I don't know if you ever tried quitting, but you can quit, but you have to get them to fill out a release a whole, paper. Yeah, it's a whole bunch and, of red tape if you want to do that. It's, a yeah, situation. it's more hassle than it's worth, so just suck it up and get the job done and that's it. So yeah. when you guys uh, apply for this English teacher in Korea program, you can have like variety of choice of like Hagwon or like which Hagwon you want to go. A lot of things there or you have limited choices um, you have to pick. I don't know what's like, I think it's a ton of jobs. So what I would say, me, I just jumped straight at it. So, but I would, I would recommend everyone to do is 
get your paperwork ready first, get your apostle documents, get your police check, get all your, everything ready and then start applying for jobs that suit you. And then once you get your job, allow for at least a month of uh, visa time. And then obviously there's quarantine time. So let's, let's say two months. Two months. Yeah, let's say let's say two months because of quarantine. I don't know what's happening with quarantine at the moment. But so, I, so uh, the, the, what I did wrong is I got the job first and then I had to get all my paperwork second. And mm. police check took two weeks and That's it was really right, stressful. Yeah. So two weeks, but it took two months for the background check for yeah. me. Oh, straight oh, fish in America. Yeah. <laughs> Coming back, I went to those Chandlers now because they realized it was always getting backed up. So when I came mm. back two years ago, it literally just, I just went to a Chandler. It took a week to get my FBI background check. So it kind of yeah. expedited the process. Yeah. The perfect world, get, yeah. get your paperwork done first. And then yeah. you can go into Dave's ESL or you can go into Facebook. There's teaching groups as well. Do not pay money to get an agent. Don't right. spend any money. That's a scam. Do not do it. Don't yeah. do any money. Do That's not, a great tip. Yeah. You will have to pay for your flight over once you got your job. You'll, you'll sign a contract. You'll get your visa. You had to pay for your flight? Yeah. I to, and then they reimbursed me. Oh, okay. I'll reimburse you. Okay. That's yeah. good. That's one of the perks. Like you'll get, a, yeah. you're supposed to get a provided flight to and from. Not your first contract, yeah? Yes. I've, always, I've never paid for a flight. I've never had to book a flight to Korea. My employer oh, I paid for it and then they reimbursed me. So you oh, will get an money Australian back. thing. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think there are a few perks of, you know, being an English teacher in Korea, like Gio just said, the flights. And yeah. I think the, the housing and the uh, insurance and provided food, kids just mentioned from yeah. Hagon or school. Yeah. Uh, what are the other perks that you guys get as a English teacher in Korea? So one of the perks is living. You will have a, a studio apartment at the expense of the employer. You, you pay no rent. Occasionally you'll have like maybe your small utilities, gas, mm -hmm. water, electricity um, that you'll pay separately. Um, sometimes the school will deduct maybe a certain amount of uh, utilities depending each month, depending on the building, because I believe it's all kind of shared within that one unit. So that's how they kind of divide it up. Yeah, that's good. I was going to say the same. Your first month, we'll talk about in a moment, but the great thing is health system, especially from you, Gio. Oh, yes. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. So oh, dental, yep. you'll have to do a health check. The health check's the most expensive thing, but after that, everything's so cheap to go to a doctor. As most people know, I've had a broken elbow at the moment. To go mm -hmm. to the doctor, get a x-ray see the doctor get some medication it's less than 20 dollars. isn't that something so, yeah i would need like a, a second mortgage on the house back home if i went to the yeah. hospital and i've heard you can get one dental cleaning every year for less than 20 bucks as well i haven't i should be doing that but i haven't done that i want to do that soon yeah um so the health system's amazing the housing is a huge expense as you boys know uh, i could make a lot more money back in australia but i would be spending a ton on rent and car and stuff like that yeah um so you can save so much money here in korea you may be not earning as much money but you'll be saving the money because rent being paid is a huge expense yeah like yeah oh, that's yeah. true it's yeah massive and then the transport's cheap most of the things here in korea is very affordable 
the things that I find expensive is coffee, oh, yeah. chicken, chicken, and fried chickens. Yes. Good eye chicken. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> Everything else is so cheap. Even public transport is cheap. Like in Australia, to go into the city, it takes oh, five, yeah. $6 each way. Here, yeah. every trip's less than a dollar. So, yeah. uh, so even I have to about catch a dollar, the, actually. I was yeah. bike riding, but now I have to catch a bus to and from school. It costs about $2 each way. So it adds up, but it's not a huge expense. Gee, I was first month in Korea, tips. That first month's quite stressful and overwhelming. Do you want to say anything first? Yeah, um, as far as you, you address transportation and how actually mm. easy it is to get around. And mm. actually, one of my very first tips was actually going to any uh, convenience store. There's this thing called a T-Money card. And all you got to do is just kind of get this card. You load forever much, 10, 20, 30 bucks on it. And you can use that card for subways, taxis, and buses. You kind of just scan it because before I used to do it the hard way, I would actually go to the subway station, go to one of those little kiosks and then pay oh, with oh, cash. Buy the ticket? Yeah, buy a ticket. I would have to buy a one-way fare. And that was just oh, kind wow. of a nuisance, right? Yeah, because that's mm-hmm. something I just didn't want to do anymore because you had to put in the money, you get your little 500 won coin, like a deposit. And it just it was just so messy. But with one of those, it was just so much easier to go to and from your different transfers. That's the first one yeah. I have that comes to mind. Uh, what I would say but, is... Uh, one, yeah. one heads up for other guys. Uh, the taxi yeah. is only can pay with the T-Money card in Seoul, not other cities. Okay. And I'll let you can pay T-Money card on the bus. Yeah. On yeah. the intercity buses. Um, I would say that first month, be proactive with getting all your paperwork done because you want your phone. Everyone wants their phone, yeah. So to get your phone contracts, you need to get your medical done first. Then you can get your bank account. Oh, no, medical first. Then you can get your alien card. Once yes. you got your alien card, you can get your <laughs> bank account. Once you got your bank account, you can get your phone and your internet. And then you're set for life. And you can get your coupon and your yogi and Yogi-Oh. So yeah, be pro- proactive because yeah. you're going to be working your ass off Monday to Friday. So you may have to go get your medical done in the evening or on the weekend. Just say, oh, boss, when can I go get my medical? Get it done as soon as possible. Get that result. Oh, boss, when can I get my alien card? Go. And then once you got your <laughs> alien card, you, you're living like a king. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it also depends on the, your employer as well. Every single time I've started school, they would all do the paperwork for me. So yeah, that it will just help depends. You. Sometimes they it just depends. To. Yeah, how efficient they are. Because I know my first year, I had to wait forever just to get my alien registration card. I had to wait like four months until I got it mm-hmm. so I can sign up for my phone and Especially, I've heard Seoul is a lot slower. Like, my first job was Dejong Garyong, which was bang, like, one week I was done. Like, uh, one week for the waiting time and stuff. So, yeah. Let's go a bit of pressure. We talked about this in a previous podcast with Hakjun, gave us a bit of insight about pressure. We didn't really say Hakjun some negatives. I don't know how, what you're like, Gia, but the negatives is these parents are paying pretty good money to send their kids to a Hakjun. Yes. So these bosses are feeling the pressure, especially in Daejeon. Daejeon had a ton of hug ones. So these parents would used to threaten our bosses or our teachers. If they don't do blah, 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 they'll send them to another hug one. So one of the pressures, I said the positive with public school is you don't have the pressure from the parents. Hug ones, you get a ton of pressure from parents because... They threaten to take the kid out of school and then your boss hates you because the kid hates you. You lost them a customer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you lost them a customer. So I have trouble now. I I don't like kids being little shits. So I try to discipline my kids like to be good 
just not, I'm not that strict, but stay in your seat. Yeah. Don't walk around a classroom. And then they go home and tell their parents these stories yes. and you're the worst person in the world. So they, oh, yes. your teacher is so mean. Your teacher is this and that. And like, no, I'm just telling your kid to sit down. So the negative would be with hug-ons is you're going to get a lot of pressure to cop crap from kids. And I don't know, just pressure from parents. Yeah. Jun, how is it for you? Like they're spending pretty good money. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're spending uh, at least $100 per month, at least yeah. on Hagwon. Or they, more than that. Yeah, they usually pay more than that, like five times or six times each, yeah. I, I think. So uh, they want them to get premium service from the Hagwon. But um, mm. there are a lot of students are there. And I, I know, I, I understand how Hagwon works because I, I, I worked in Hagwon for a year. As well. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I didn't know that. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's all right. Were you the um, librarian? Uh, no, I was English teacher as well. So, oh, nice. Yeah, but um, I was I was teaching high school boys. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of different. No wonder you like SAT. Yeah. 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 I haven't so, taught high school. We didn't talk about high school. Did you ever teach high school, Jim? I haven't. No. What was it like teaching high school kids? I've never done um, it. It's it's actually a lot of pressure. So yeah. like you have to you know, make them get a good grade. I think uh, for you guys, like to teach, uh, to teach kids is more about being comfortable with English expressions and then how to express themselves in, in English. Yeah, but for this high school kids, they have to get a better grade for, you know, university tests. And then, you know, they have to learn more about the grammar and how to become natural in speaking language like you said it's all about being book smart it's all about memorizing right yeah. cramming all that knowledge into your brain so that you can pass it on the test and look good because you have a higher score than others yeah if you want to challenge yourself or any english people out there if you want to challenge yourself just google like a korean past high school what's the test called the sat test sat what's, sat just sort of google that and Try to answer some of these questions. I can't answer them. Have intense. you tried them too? No, yeah. I, I saw a couple of YouTube videos about people trying them and yeah, they yeah. failed miserably. It's hilarious. It's ridiculous. They're yeah. just sort of putting crap in it. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yeah. Point being, it's very difficult for these kids. So yeah, high school. I've never tried high school, but yeah. Yeah. So also uh, the, the parents are expecting their kids get a better grade after the, you know, Hagwon session. It's not about the teacher. It's about the kids, how they, you know, approach this, this question or how they concentrate on these things. So um, I've got a funny story to share. Let me ask you this, Vectron. Yeah. A tomato, is it a fruit or vegetable? It's a vegetable. Okay. Okay. Keith, what about you? Fruit. fruit. Okay. So get this. So I, it was my first year teaching. Again, I had no experience. I, I thought I was going to fail as a teacher to begin with. So maybe halfway through the year, I'm teaching. We're talking about fruits and vegetables, right? So I'm talking to the kids about how fruits have seeds on the inside or on the outside to where vegetables don't. They have roots, etc. Well, the tomato topic comes up and I tell them, all right, the tomato is a fruit because it has seeds on the inside, right? 
Um, I'm no certified botanist, but I just thought that this was a known fact, you know, yeah. little did I know here in Korea that they teach that tomatoes are vegetables, right? So I thought, okay, hey, that's fine. They're kind of, so I tried to persuade them to the argument that it was kind of both. Now, keep in mind, these kids maybe about maybe second, third graders. So they're still little kids. I thought I could still kind of mold their minds a little bit. Yeah. So this one girl, she just wouldn't have it. So she's standing up. She's like, no, my mom taught me that tomatoes are vegetables. It's very one-sided, right? The tomatoes are vegetables <laughs> and you can't sit there and tell me that it's a fruit. So what does she do? She takes her phone out of her pocket and she calls her mom on the spot. Right. Oh. And she starts saying, Mom, the teacher's telling me that the tomatoes are vegetables, stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, calm down, everybody. Just just relax. Tell her to put the phone away. Some time goes by. The director comes, says, Hey, guys, talk to you for a little bit. I'm like, all right, what the hell is this all about? So he takes me to the office. He's like, Here in Korea, we teach kids. We have a conversation about this. Here in Korea, we teach okay. kids that tomatoes are vegetables. So could you kind of just do us a favor? You know, kind of just sweeping everything under the rug. I'm like, if that's the approach, if that's how you want me to do things, you want me to just kind of be like, oh, yeah, totally. Then I'll do it. We won't have to get any kind of drama from these parents. And that's when I kind of realized, like, dear God, like, they don't want me here as an educator. I'm just kind of like this face just to kind of shove this curriculum down their kids' throats and just kind of move on with it. So that was kind of like the first time I realized, like, wow, like how much power these these mothers have in these kind of institutions. Yeah. So these kids are not just students. They are, like Gio said, they're customers yeah so mm -hmm. your boss wants to keep the customers especially in these towns there's so many hard ones so many choices and the parents constantly threaten i'll take my kid out of school if you don't do this so you just gotta suck it up I this think. is what like, we call I get, I get in trouble a lot yeah and, you know why can why should a student treat me like shit but anyway you just gotta <laughs> suck it up i was just yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's called ajuma power and yeah, here yeah. ajuma power goes yeah. very far and wide on the korean peninsula ajumas again are, are yeah. older women or just married women in general and they know they kind of get together they go to these cafes they talk and once among another they have probably their own like forums and stuff like that about blacklisting certain schools and academies so they really hold the power if you kind of have like one negative thing they'll spread it like wildfire so that mm -hmm. will come back to bite you in the ass later and they could be looking for discounts as well. Like, so like you got to check the papers and you have 12 kids in the room and you got to check all their papers. You don't have time. So my tip is to find the kids that are usually making mistakes and you got to check them properly. And then the other yes. kids you got to trust a little bit and hopefully they got it quite good. So you got to skim read because you don't have time to check all their books. Like I, sure. it's impossible. So and some moms learn, will check. <laughs> they will yeah, check. And then if you make the mistake, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they're on the phone straight be a away. Phone yeah. call, yeah. Yeah, so you could do phone teaching, you could do many other things. Park Jun, let's learn some Korean. How do we tell the kids to sit down in so, Korean? We're not meant to speak Korean, yeah. Actually, I get in trouble <laughs> speaking Korean, but how would we say sit down in Korean? So how you want to express them? You want a like powerful one or just mellow no, one? Just nicely sit down, please. Chari means their sit. Yeah. So anta is uh, sitting down. So chariyanjiseo means sit down on your chair. What's some common Korean, like we're not supposed to speak Korean, but what's some Korean that you use, Gio, in the classroom? Anjaseo or, you know, jokingly, because yeah. I would love speaking Korean with the kids because at that time I was learning it. The, yeah. the school didn't really so do I. I like all the kids, the kids find anyway. it hilarious. Yeah, I would say like like every time they would like hold something, I would tell them throw in the trash. I would always say like Sregiton, like trash can, like Sregiton. You know, <laughs> like, so, like yeah. And they would just laugh, like, ah, Sregiton, teach you more Korean. <laughs> or sometimes I would say like Hajima, like don't do that. Or Ultima, yeah. don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> yeah. Why do you say don't cry? Because I would oh, always man. scream at them and they would cry all the time. I was so, <sighs> I was such a mean teacher. I felt so bad. I would scream and yell. And, um, I always say, Bali, 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 Bali. Yeah, hurry, hurry, hurry. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah.
But uh, uh, again, I would do that just to kind of be funny. Yonpil pencil. Yonpil, yeah. Yonpil yeah. is pencil, yeah. Check like book. obviously as an English teacher, mm-hmm. like it's very hard. Like I've worked on cruise ships, so I've got some experience with, and I worked in Germany as an orbit and in Canada as a ski instructor. So I got experience with kids not understanding you. But as a first time coming over from America, like kids not understanding what a pencil is or what. Like, actually, me and Gio, our school year starts next week, yeah? It does, starts. yeah. So I'm going to have a new four-year-old class next week, and they won't even the know babies. what pencil yeah. is. Like, they won't even know what sit-down is. So you can't say anything to them because they won't know what it means. So the first six months is stressful, like, especially with four-year-old class, five-year-old class. Like, uh, so just you can't – you're going to feel sorry for the – not sorry for the kids, but – they're not going to understand you. You just got to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Like they always speak eraser. I still don't know what eraser is for Korean, but I just naturally know what it is. Cause whenever I say, rah, 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 I know what it is. <laughs> oh, I don't know like... what it is. Oh, okay. I don't know what it is in Korean, but when they always say, yep, go get the eraser. Go. Yeah. What's the eraser in Korean? Hachun? Eraser. Yeah. Chiuge. Chiuge. Yeah. And what's teacher help me, help me teacher. Toajuseo. What you say? Oh, any other Korean we need to know? What's what's I need to go to the toilet? Ah, 화장실 가야 해요. So 화장실 is a toilet. 가야 해요 is I have to go. Mm-hmm. So I have to go to the toilet. It's a 화장실 가야 해요. Let's sort of wrap this up. My summary is: pick your job carefully. Don't pay for a job. Choose what ages you want to teach and what hours you want to teach. There's plenty of jobs here. Don't rush. Obviously, if you want Seoul, Busan, the prime areas, good luck, especially if it's your first job. But uh, Gio, any other, what's your sort of Yeah, my final tip, I used to be a foreign supervisor, so I would actually conduct a lot of the interviews, some of the schools. And one thing I would recommend is whoever you're interviewing with, please, please always ask for teachers for references. Speak to the teachers that are currently there. They'll be honest with you. They'll let you know how things are running smoothly or if not. So you kind of want to know that before you kind of lock down and sign a one-year agreement with them. And then last but not least, if you are TEFL or TESOL certified, that can help you in the long run. You can negotiate a higher salary, um, which will put yep. you uh, one step in front of the others. So The minimum I've seen is 2.1 mm-hmm. to 3 plus, 3 yep. million one, which is $2,100 to 3 plus. You just got to negotiate. Like, um, If you guys coming to Korea, just chillax and enjoy your days in korea yeah just enjoy it like the benefits are awesome like you live like kings here so but you work your ass off too so yep that's it that's all i got right down in the description i'm actually going to provide my personal blog so it has records of my first two years in korea i've got photos and descriptions of places i visited all the things i've done prior to arriving in korea maybe some things you'll find uh to be insightful if you're planning coming out this way that's great yeah read the blog Ask us questions anytime, for sure. All right. right. Until next time. Thanks again for tuning in. Good night. Goodbye, guys. See you next time.